Welcome to episode number 97 of AB's Ripping Wax Packs podcast coming to you from Searcy, Arkansas. I'm your host, Aaron Vaughn. This is the show where we rip open a random wax pack every week and discuss that year and brand of card along with the players in the pack that we open. Along the way, we'll shout out some of your comments as listeners, sometimes discuss nostalgic stories about cards or players that come to mind, and spread the pure joy that's ripping open wax packs. We also have a segment called Kurt Facts, where Kurt will now read you Kurt Facts that he puts together um, about players from the pack um, that were uh, pulled from the previous week. So um, he will now, unless there's unforeseen for, uh, circumstances, uh, read those to you, tell you about those himself, and be part of the podcast. And we get to hear Kurt all the time now. Um, and um, we appreciate him for that. So look forward to that each week. Um, we love the Kurt Facts segment. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Google Podcasts. New episodes drop every Thursday. Our Twitter handle is at Ripping Wax Packs. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs, and you can see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans' charities, so contact us through uh, the ways that I just mentioned, and uh, we'd be happy to discuss either a partnership to help veterans and their families in any way that we can, or just to help you give to veterans and their families any way that you can, because that is near and dear to our hearts. Um, this week we have um, a comment from at baseball for uh, at baseball fan seventy five. They uh, just said, "Very cool. Thanks for sharing." I guess they like the uh, YouTube part and the podcast. Um, I don't want to speak for them, but they just commented that it was very cool. And thanks for sharing. Um, Zach's sports cards and collectibles, if you can check them out online. Um, they also liked uh, one of my uh, YouTube videos. So I just wanted to get that out there for them to kind of help them out. Um, also, remember to check out CV's Tend to Check Out. Uh, it's a music podcast put together by Curtis and me. Um, and this uh, week we will be discussing um, 2005 Fleer Ultra Baseball Cards. Um, and we'll talk about that right after the Kurt Facts. Good day, everyone. This is Curtis with your Kurt Facts for the week. Uh, Yogi Berra was chosen as the this week's throwback player. He's a Hall of Fame catcher who played 19 seasons for the Yankees, with the last season played for the Mets. Before starting his career with the Yankees, he received a Purple Heart for his service in the Navy during World War II. He was known for his defensive ability, but also for his power, even though he stood only 5'7 in height. His uniform number 8 has been retired by the Yankees, and he also has a plaque in the Monument Park at Yankee Stadium. His real name is Lawrence Peter, but his friend on his American Legion baseball team nicknamed him Yogi after watching a news report about India and noting that he looked like a yogi from India when he would sit with his legs arms, and arms crossed while waiting to bat. He was known for a great bat control and the uncanny ability to hit pitches in all parts of the strike zone and even hit pitches that were not in the strike zone. Many considered him to be a better clutch hitter than all the other stars of the league during his career. One stat that I found interesting is that he had five seasons where he had more home runs than strikeouts, which is amazing. Uh, in fact, in 1950, he struck out 12 times in 597 at-bats. 
1962, at the age of 37, he caught an entire 22-inning, seven-hour game, just showing what a, what a bulldog he was behind the plate. He, he is also famous for his yogiisms, such as, it ain't over till it's over, it's deja vu all over again, you can observe a lot by watching, a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore, 90% of the game is half mental, and I really didn't say everything I said. People would uh, like to interview him just to try to get him to say something like that, and then it, they became yogiisms. He was an 18-time All-Star, 10-time World Series champ, which is the most by any major, major league player in history. He won three MVPs while compiling stats of 285 average, 1,175 runs, which is 202nd all-time, 2,150 hits, which is 2,007th all-time, 350 homers, which is 88th all-time, 1,430 ribbies, which is 68th all-time. Defensively, he led his league eight times in games caught, six times in double plays, which is a major league record, and once in fielding percentage. He is one of only four catchers to ever have a 1,000 fielding percentage in a season when he played 88 airless games in 1958. So that's your throwback player. Now from the uh, from the pack that was ripped last episode, uh, Carlos Beltran was pulled from the 2006 Tops pack that was ripped last episode, and he is a a uh, former outfielder that played 19 major league seasons with eight different teams, and most notably with the Royals, Mets, Yankees, and Astros. He was the fifth player to reach 400 homers and 300 steals, and his steal percentage of 88.3 is the best among 88.3 percent is the best among anyone who has attempted 300 or more stolen bases. And, and he's just the fourth switch hitter to reach 400 homers. He is also a member of the 30 Homer 30 Steals Club. He was a nine-time All-Star, three-time Gold Glove winner, who was the AL Rookie of the Year in 1999. And he won a World Series with the Astros in 2017. And many will know, note that this, was, uh, this World Series win by the Astros was tainted by the sign-stealing scandal, and Beltron actually lost his manager job with the Mets the next year because of his involvement in that scandal. He compiled career stats of a, a 279 average, 1,582 runs, which is 52nd all-time, 27... 125 hits, which is 62nd all-time, 565 doubles, which is 29th all-time, 435 homers, which is 47th all-time, 4,751 total bases, which is 34th all-time, 1,587 ribbies, which is 41st all-time, 312 steals, which is just out to outside the top 100 all-time, 1,084 walks, and a 986 fielding, fielding percentage. He's actually 24th on the career putouts for a center fielder list of all time. He also is known as one of the most clutch postseason hitters, as in 65 postseason games, he hit 307 with 45 runs scored, 15 doubles, 16 homers, 42 ribbies, and 11 stolen bases, and 37 walks. This earned him the nickname of Senior Octubre. If not for the sign-stealing scandal, and maybe even despite that scandal, these numbers appear to be Hall of Fame worthy to me. 
Also pulled from the uh, 2006 Tops pack uh, was Ryan Jorgensen, and I just wanted to show you how difficult it is to pick who's going to be a good rookie and who's not. This is one of the cards that Aaron pointed out, had the RC down in the corner stating that this was his rookie card. Um, and he did spend four parts uh, of parts of four major league seasons as a catcher, but only compiled stats of a 150 batting average with two homers and six RBIs. It appears that steroid use may have derailed his career also, as he was suspended for 50 games in 2007 for violations and then was named in the Mitchell Report as participating in illegal, illegal steroid use. And finally, Aubrey Huff was pulled from the 2006 Tops pack that was ripped last episode. And he's a former third baseman who had a very solid 13-season major league career with five different teams. I was surprised to, to learn this about him. He won two world championships with the Giants um, at the end of his career, and he compiled career stats of the 278 batting average with 242 homers, which is 257th all-time, and 904 ribbies, which is just out outside the top 30 all-time. So very solid career for Aubrey, and I had no idea that was the case. So there's your Kurt Facts for this week, and we'll see you all next week. 2005 um, Flair Ultra is a 220-card set, so it's pretty small, and was released in November 2004. The first 200 cards of the set featured veterans, while cards 201 through 220, which were issued at a stated uh, rate of one in four hobby packs and one in five retail packs, feature uh, leading prospects. The stated odds of finding any game-used card were one in 12 hobby pack and uh, one in 48 retail packs. All autog autographs were in hobby packs only. Um, distribution was hobby packs, eight cards per pack, 24 packs per box, in retail, eight cards per pack, 24 packs per box, and a pack was $3 a pack, so they keep, kept getting uh, more expensive as we got to the autographs and inserts and all that stuff. So looking through the inserts, you know, they had gold medallion cards, platinum medallions, follow the leader, die cut cards, gold king, season crowned, copper autographs, platinum autographs, gold autographs, and some of them were easier to get than others, but they're all tough to find. Um, they had this, this is a year that they had, uh, swatches. Some of them had three different swatches, triple swatch cards. Um, we're going to be looking for a swatch card. That'd be great to find. Um, but we'd like to find any, like we always say, hall of famers, stars, and just opening the packs is always fun. So, um, that's a little bit about those. They said, uh, stated odds of finding a season crowns autograph of any color was one in 192 packs. So actually not terrible. There's a lot of, so many packs, but one in 192 isn't terrible. Stated odds of finding a season crowns game used any color was one in 24 packs. So um, at this point, I wasn't collecting at this time. I think I was, you know, I was having kids and all that kind of stuff, but, and then I got back into it a few years later. But I would have been buying a lot of these if I was growing up at this time, and definitely 24 packs wasn't too much. You know, I bought way more than that when I was younger. But they were more they're more expensive than whenever I I collected, and they were 25 cents, 35 cents a pack. So uh, that's a little bit of description of 2005 Fleer Ultra. And now we'll go ahead and go and open up the uh, pack. So go over to YouTube and check it out on there, and then we'll uh, come back and finish up the podcast after. We bust open the pack. All right, here is our 2005 Fleer Ultra Pack. Doing this a little bit differently today. Um, 
from a different computer, so I'm hoping this is working correctly. I'm going to open it up. It's got uh, Flair Ultra Baseball 2005 MLB Trading Cards Ultra Swatch Memorabilia Cards Feature Jumbo Size Swatches Find MLB Ultra All Rookie Cards No Purchase Necessary See Back for Details Contains 8 Major League Baseball Trading Cards Retail $1.99 So these were 2 bucks, not 3 bucks. So I don't know what that I was talking about when I was reading that. Maybe they were different packs this is a different type of pack but we're going to be looking for those um and also hall of famers and um, stars and just opening the pack is fun and it's kind of shiny gold there with some black in there with a picture of um looks like looks like albert pujols but not quite positive all right in the back has a bunch of mumbo jumbo on there visit fleer.com and all that kind of stuff so let's open it up see what we get uh, oh yeah, the winner for our episode this week, we're getting these cards, unless there's something I want to keep, and uh, uh, some free wax packs. Todd Dykeman, episode 97. Thanks, Todd, for your support, or your like, or your comment, or whatever you gave us. We appreciate it. All right, so these just look like pictures, and they don't have any border. Um, later in um, different sets, it seems like they did this more. It's almost just like a photograph. So no border, it says Flare Ultra up in the top right-hand corner. And if this comes out backwards, I apologize. It's like I said, it's a little different. I've never taken one with this different type of computer that I have here, a video. Uh, but we'll get through it. Josh Beckett, Marlins pitcher, it says the name at the bottom and the team they're on and the uh, position that they have, uh, that they play. And the back has all their stats from the major leagues and a picture of them on the back. Pretty cool looking card though. AJ Pierzynski. And I'm noticing on these, it looks like kind of like Tops probably had the Major League Baseball license. Oh, it does have a Major League Baseball down there in the bottom. So I don't know why that would be. It just says Giants. It doesn't say anything with um, the city. But maybe I'm just thinking too much. Um, I would have to figure that out. I'm not sure. It looks like Major League Baseball also does. At this point, they were Fleer was still um, okay with them being licensed. So I'm not sure about that. I have to look farther into that. Nomar Garciaparra. He had some great years. That might be a Kurt Fax one if, if he hasn't done one on that, on him. Sean Figgins. And notice this one says... Oh, no, it just says Sean Figgins. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it said Future Star. It's, it's just the way that it's written down there at the bottom. It's in some cool cursive. Oh, awesome. This is a this is a really cool card. And this is Sammy Sosa, whether you like him or not. Congratulations, you've just received a card containing a piece of an auto, authentic game-worn jersey worn by Sammy Sosa of the Chicago Cubs. That's awesome. So, Todd Dykeman, you're not going to get this one. I'm keeping this. But there's the uh, game-worn piece of his uh, jersey. That's really cool. So Sammy Sosa, hold on to that one. Might get back to that and let you know how much it is. I don't know because of all the things he went through with steroids and stuff. I don't know how much his stuff's worth. But usually um, one of those types of cards is usually a little bit valued better. Okay, that's awesome. We got a game-worn. That's one of the best things we've got on one of our episodes, I think. A game-worn, authentic piece of Sammy Sosa's jersey. Awesome. All right, we got next. 
Nate Robertson. We have next Moises Alou, Mariano Rivera, and that's a different type of card. If you notice, if you look at the other card that I just had, Moises Alou, it's totally like a rectangle, like a normal card. This card is this has a uh, rounded edge or corner, and it's supposed to be like that. So I'm not sure what that's called. It's, I think it's called a, a gold medallion. Yes, right here. You can see that it says gold medallion right there. So um, that's a pretty cool card too. So we got a, a, a authentic jersey card and a gold medallion card. Of, and then that one is of Mariona Rivera. Jermaine Dye. Pretty cool card there. So I want to count through these and see. It says that you're supposed to get uh, eight cards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So there's eight cards, even with the one that's a little bit thicker with the jersey. So there's the jersey card again in the back of it, if I didn't show you. And it tells you what you got on the back. So pretty cool there. Um, appreciate you um, following along on our podcast and in this YouTube section of the podcast. Uh, remember to always check out all our videos in our podcasts, AV's Ripping Wax Packs, and also check out um, CVs tend to check out a music podcast put together by Curtis and me. Thanks. Uh, we're going to finish up the show now. All right. Thanks everybody for your support and for tuning in. Our email is rippingwaxpacks at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Ripping Wax Packs. And on YouTube, just type in AV's Ripping Wax Packs to see the part of the podcast where we rip open the pack from the podcast. We're always looking to promote veterans charities. And uh, we thank, uh, we always want to thank Curtis for researching Kurt Fax for that segment. Uh, this has been AB's Ripping Wax Packs Podcast. This is Aaron Vaughn. Thank you for tuning in. Have fun, be safe, love one another, and keep God first in your life. Happy New Year. Have a good one.